Tyler Smay is program director of CASA of the Laurel Highlands. CASA meaning court-appointed special advocates. Good to have you with us today. Thanks, Bo. It's great to be back. And always amazed at the work that you do. And the program has changed just a little bit as we talk about the geographic boundary of the area. You know, it just used to be a two-county area, now Casa of the Laurel Highlands. How did that change come about and why? We were chatting before we went on the air. 2022 was actually our 25th anniversary Mm -hmm. since the program first started. We started back in 97. We were just in Cambria County at the time. Now we're working both Cambria, Somerset full time. So, you know, in recognition of the time milestone as well as, you know, new progress, new steps going forward Mm -hmm. to celebrate and recognize 25 years of advocacy in the region. That's when, you know, we did a little rebranding. We became Casa of the Laurel Highlands. Awesome. And it's wonderful work that you do. Court appointed special advocates for those who don't know. What does that mean? Court-appointed special advocate, or you probably hear the uh, acronym CASA a lot. Mm-hmm. CASA is a nationwide nonprofit network. It was started back in 1977 by a Seattle family court judge who presided over family hearings and noticed in his courtroom for his proceedings, pretty much everybody was represented really well but the child. Right. And what the judge, his name was Judge Sukup. He just passed away recently in December. What he wanted was really an outsider's perspective, you know, somebody independent of the system for the children. And that's where the idea of CASA volunteers come in, Mm -hmm. you know, so they're highly screened, vetted, trained volunteers that will be sort of the eyes and ears of the child and then report for them and testify for them in the courtroom in their dependency hearings. These are kids that have lived experiences of abuse and neglect. A lot of them have been removed from their home of origin, are involved in the foster care system, and all of that begets court involvement all through no fault of the child. Children are often not represented well within a courtroom, you know, that often those that need the most voice are quite often voiceless and can certainly be taken advantage of or perhaps misunderstood. The CASA representative is a person who can then speak for that kid and really advocate. Yeah, that's right. For every court proceeding, the child still has, you know, an appointed legal counsel, an actual attorney, but he or she doesn't get to spend necessarily as much time with the child. Right. You know, the cost of volunteer, they're going to go out and meet with the child at least once a month. Mm-hmm. You know, most of my volunteers here locally are doing a lot more than that. Yeah. And they're meeting with the kids at home, in school. Maybe they're going to see their basketball game or their hockey game or their cheerleading competition. Hmm. You know, they're meeting others that are involved in the child's orbit and child's life. They know bio parents, maybe foster parents, teachers, all that. And, you know, and they're gathering all their facts on their time independent outsider's perspective because they're not in that child welfare system and working within that realm all day every day you know our volunteers come from all walks of life we have people who are still working in all kinds of industries retired young old just starting their family everything there's no particular demographic as to who becomes a CASA volunteer. You get all types. Absolutely. I mean, really, the only requirement is you have to be 21 and pass our background checks and things like that. But other than that, like I said, we have folks from everywhere. I'm sure that you are constantly looking for people to get involved with this program. So who are you looking for and how can people get involved? Yeah, we're looking for anybody with a little bit of free time, which I know is really hard to come by in this day and age. You know, 
good people with a heart that want to give back, want to be involved in their community. As things go and, you know, the world evolves, especially in this, you know, post-COVID world we're living in, we've seen, you know, the need for CASA kind of go up even more, right. especially due to some other factors, you know, things outside of our control. So we're always looking, we're always, you know, taking inquiries, going out into the community, meeting folks. We train volunteers. Usually we hold about two training sessions a year. They're five-week sessions. So we're gearing up right now. We're going to have one starting after Easter in the spring, sometime around April. Mm-hmm. You know, So we're looking to add more and more to that class. So the person that does want to reach out wants more information about the upcoming training or perhaps just has questions about what to do, would they be a good candidate to do this? What would you advise that person? We're happy to chat with anybody who has any interest in volunteering with CASA. And even if volunteering as an actual advocate isn't the best fit, there are other ways you can pitch in and help the program. CASA of the Laurel Highlands, we're a nonprofit program. We're under the umbrella of Beginnings, Inc. Mm -hmm. We're located in downtown Johnstown. So you can look up the Beginnings, Inc. website, beginningsinc.org. There's a contact form right on there that'll go to one of our inboxes. You can get in touch with us. You can schedule an info session with one of my advocate supervisors to ask some questions a little bit more. Our phone number's on there as well. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook. See a little bit of info on there. Send us a message there. One thing we talked about a few years ago, this isn't necessarily an advocate for a child that runs the duration of somebody's life. It's not that type of program. The focus is what goes on in court. Now, the relationship can be strong during that process, but this isn't necessarily one that continues on for years after the appointed time. Yeah, that's a really good distinction, Bo. We're not necessarily like, you know, everybody knows the Big Brother, Big Sister program, which is also an incredible resource and, you know, glad that's there for kids. And those relationships, like you said, do run the whole life. Yeah. With CASA, we're appointed by the court and we have a special order of appointment that's generated by the court that gives a CASA volunteer access to basically a lot of information regarding the child. So our services only run as long as there is court services and, you know, usually CYS services open to the child and the family as well. And that's still, you know, in a lot of cases, that's a number of years. Yeah. I had a case closed towards the end of last year. A lady, CASA volunteer, she was working with the same young man for over five years. You know, so she was with him that entire time and she was one of the steady regular forces in his life you know she watched him we watched him grow up i remember he was a little preteen when i met him and by the time i saw him for the last time he was bigger than me he was he was, wow. he was a nice young man you know so yeah it's not a lifelong connection but a lot of these connections do run years and are still very very impactful and i'm sure tyler that you get to see these stories the success stories the kid who perhaps you feel needs that strong advocacy that doesn't have it initially. And you see a difference being made in certain lives. I'm certain that this makes it very much worthwhile for you or anybody. Yeah, all the time. It's nice. I'm kind of the behind the scenes guy, you know, just pushing stuff in the right direction. The cost of volunteers are the real ones. They are boots on the ground. They're the ones making the real difference. But in supervising their caseloads and staying in touch with those folks, I do get to see all those stories. Whether it's a little one who makes great progress and starts to meet their developmental milestones because they're getting linked up with the right therapy. Or we work with kids they can stay in care up to 21 years old so sometimes pushing a teenager who wasn't maybe on the best track to go get some higher education and maybe go get a welding certificate or a CAD cert as well or maybe even go to college and stuff like that we see a lot of great stories like that it's a network of nonprofits schools public officials could be anybody that's involved that you get a lot of familiarity with 
doing the work you do. Absolutely. You know, like I mentioned, when we were getting started, Costa celebrated 25 years in our community back in 2022. So a lot of the main players, you know, the court, we have a great relationship with CYS, a lot of the local schools, doctor's offices, pediatricians, they know who we are, what Mm -hmm. we're doing, as well as a lot of other local nonprofits doing similar work. We have a really good relationship with like the Circle Support Child Advocacy Center, who does forensic interviews for victims of abuse, Mm -hmm. things like Community Action and the Drug Coalition. We're all similar goal, going at it on a different avenue, but we all, the nonprofit network in Johnstown, Cambria County and Somerset County overall is really strong. Yeah. A lot of synergy between agencies. One of your best known CASA representatives is our very own Bubba Connor. And I've always been curious to hear his perspective on his involvement with this also. If uh, Bubba, if you wouldn't, wouldn't mind. Well, you know, I, uh, everybody knows me as a little bit different kind of, uh, person on the radio but i've been struggling for quite a few years and tyler knows that just sometimes you look for that bigger picture in life and i decided that you know there was something that i wanted to do i've always been community oriented obviously with what i do and helping coach with my son but you kind of get that point where you're going i want to make a bigger difference and this is how it kind of came about for me uh, I mean, I've talked to Tyler in the in the years and all his predecessor as well, and I thought that CASA was a fantastic way to give back, and I settled on doing that personally myself. And I won't tell you that it's easy all the time. It's not. It's very difficult at times. Each case, what we talk about is they're all very different. I've also talked to many of my friends and said, hey, if you're looking to do that, and it takes time to make the commitment. You know, it took me a couple years to finally decide Tyler yeah I, I think I interviewed with you a couple times yeah. before I finally talked you into it but now I mean you're in full force yeah and, you know and you can even speak to you know the different circumstances you know I don't know how you find the time but you still have two active CASA cases right now and I don't think they're similar at all even. no very different <laughs> all, you know all around the circumstances the children and families you're working with the goals you're working towards with them you never really have the time we never have the time to do something but as this subject you want to make the time to do for one and it makes you feel better when i connect with like the other day i had a a meeting with a a casa kid and tried at first he was very standoffish but but that obviously that's going to be a natural thing for a kid they don't want bothered but then i was able to mesh with him and he was pretty excited and talking to me and was eager to actually see me again so and then you have one that's you can't break through sometimes and it takes some time they're all different and they are very rewarding if you're looking for something rewarding to give back this is a great way to do it and don't think that you have to be some certain person because tyler will tell you that we have all walks of life in our training sessions you'll see a bubba to a a somebody that's totally different than bubba you know all age ranges and everybody has a, a certain gift and that's where Tyler kind of meshes you up with with certain cases and you can pick and choose which one you feel sits with you best and it's a great way to give back please if you can at all and are looking for a way to give back to the community do so contact Tyler hit him up beginningsinc.org has all the details and certainly you will definitely feel rewarded 
I guarantee it. We're going to get Bo going soon. <laughs> hey, the, yeah, that that can be the next Bo. goal. I poached you first. We'll just move on right down the line. I saw a lot of folks in this office. We get to work. Thanks for your time on the radio, Bo. I, I like to be on the radio, so I appreciate your time here. Tyler, I just don't see him enough, you know? <laughs> no, honestly, that, that's a great perspective, and I think that's a wonderful appeal when you hear that as a firsthand account. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and some of the things Bubba spoke to, you know, his personal experience, you know, even like working with a, a young man, for example, who might be, you know, a little more difficult to get into. Our training is really robust. It's a 30-plus hour pre-service training, yeah. you know. So if you're thinking of that as your barrier to being a customer, oh, I don't know how to talk to these kids. What do I say when they don't want to open up? We cover all that stuff with you. We get you prepared. Our program staffs up to three people right now. That's an explosion for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. we, we were two people for a very long time. Now we're up to three full-time employees, yeah. you know. So we're almost always available. Yeah. If you have any questions, concerns, hey, I don't know what to do here. How, you know, how do I handle this? We're always here for you. I like to say that I set boundaries really well, but when, when a CASA volunteer calls my work phone on the weekend or whatever, I usually still pick up. Nice. <laughs> it's hard It's hard to say no yeah. because you know those folks are out there, you know, given their weekend when they could be lounging on the couch, catching up on some music or something, reading a book, that that's what they're doing. So it's really hard for me to make them wait till Monday for an answer. <laughs> Casa of the Laurel Highlands, we're a nonprofit program. And here locally, we're under the umbrella of Beginnings Inc. in downtown Johnstown. So if you look up Beginnings Inc. anywhere, any of that contact info will come right back to us as well. Our website, beginningsinc.org. We have a contact form. You can submit an email, and one of us will get in touch with you. You can schedule an info session with one of our advocate supervisors, which will be a little more one-on-one kind of Zoom session to learn a little bit more about the program. Find us on social media as well. We're pretty active on Facebook, so you can find us on there, send us a message or anything to, you know, get in touch with us. And our next training session is coming up in the spring. We're looking to start late April. Now is the time to get in touch. If you're curious at all, you want to get registered, find out what CASA training is about, reach out to us at any of the contact methods. There's still plenty of time to get enrolled and all set up for our spring training. Tyler Smay, good to have you with us. We've always done this via telephone, and uh, good to have you here in person. Tyler's program director of CASA of the Laurel Highlands, court-appointed special advocates. Thanks for joining us today, and keep doing the great work you do. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for having me. It's the Bowmore PA Podcast. If you have a charity, upcoming event, or 501c3, and you want to be featured in an upcoming episode, you can email me, producer Russ, at rbeckett at sevenmountainsmedia.com. R-B-E-C-K-E-T-T at the number seven, mountainsmedia.com. We keep checking back here for more news on what's going on in our area. It's the Bowmore PA Podcast. <laughs>